Sales is King, episode 85. This is Dan Sixsmith, and this is Sales is King. Hi there. I'm on my way, I'm making it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. My name is Dan Sixsmith, and I am your host. And this is a podcast about the changing digital landscape, the new requirements for selling effectively in 2018 and 2019 and beyond, the changing buyer, the difficulties that we face today in sales. And we discuss what is required to succeed and thrive as salespeople today. And I believe that salespeople and sales leaders are at a crossroads. We can either adapt, evolve, change, learn, or we can cling to our old ways and watch our numbers continue to decline. Sales quota attainment has dropped over the last six years. It was in the high 60s in terms of percentages of salespeople that met quota and now has dropped into around the mid-50s in through a six-year drop. So what we talk about in this podcast is what we need to do to make sure that we turn these numbers around and succeed going forward. And by all means, if you haven't reached out as yet, please drop me a note at dan.sixsmith at gmail.com, and let's talk a little bit about what you guys are facing out there and how we might be able to help. Hey, everybody, Dan Sixsmith back with you. Sales is King, episode 85. Man, it's been a couple of few weeks. I apologize for not being uh, with you guys and putting out a new episode. It's been a little nutty, but all goodness, just a lot of travel, uh, a lot of intense work, which is good. Um, How's your sales game going? Let me know. Dan.sixsmith at Gmail. Um, are you on track? Right? We've been talking about improving, and we're in the middle of May, middle of April. Tax time. Middle of April. Are you on track? Are you ahead of yourself? Or are you behind? Are you trailing? If you're trailing, what are you going to do to change things up? There's still time. You don't want to look back on 2019 and have another mediocre year. There's too many mediocre salespeople out there, um, and we want to make you better, right? The elite sellers continue to crush in good times and in bad. And we're going to talk about one of the things, one of the characteristics of the elite sellers that is completely missing in the weak to mediocre sellers. And we're talking today, the episode is called Stop Caring If People Like You. Stop caring if people like you. And you're probably saying, man, oh man, does this just fly in the face of what we've learned in sales for 30 years, 40 years, if you're younger, 20 years. Um, it's as long as we've all been alive, right? 
Um, we've all been kind of taught that it's nice to be liked, and certainly um, it is nice to be liked. Um, but unfortunately, what we're seeing is that in certain elements of business, the overpowering need to be liked can be a serious detriment. And that doesn't mean you go in and you're a jackass or a fool or a, you know, um, a not-so-nice person. That's not what we're saying. But the research shows that salespeople that need to be liked underperform. Salespeople that need to be liked or care about being liked as their kind of foundational um, way they approach selling, the data shows that they do worse than those salespeople that do not care if they are liked. And when I say liked, um, I'm you know, it's okay, you know, you want to strive for being respected, right? You want to strive for being respected. Um, and that's different than being liked. Um, it's you, you kind of give away the power when you want to be liked. And, and, and listen, I, I've been at sales for many, many years. And my MO for, for years was to go in and, and, and to try and have the buyer like me, you know, to develop a relationship, to, to you know, take them to lunch, to you know, take them to a play or a ball game and entertain. And it was the old three martini lunch back in the day. And, you know, you'd sit at a table for three damn hours and, you know, everybody staggers out of the restaurant and gets through the rest of the day. Those days are long gone. No one has time. People have short attention spans and they're under the gun to make the right decision. And they really don't care if you're a nice guy or gal. Uh, they're putting the neck on the line, and they're looking for somebody that understands their business, that understands the market, that comes in and differentiates themselves, um, that presents well, that is a consultative seller, that understands the buyer needs and challenges, right? And that's a whole heck of a lot different than going in there and schmoozy-woozy and being liked. So let's take a look at some of the data. You know, don't take my word for it. Um, it's facts and data. I've talked quite a bit about the Objective Management Group and Dave Curlin's blog. If you don't read it, Dave Curlin, K-U-R-L-A-N. Um, and they do tons of research on salespeople um, across the U.S. Uh, sorry for the background noise. I've got the windows and doors open tonight for a little, uh, getting a little air circulation in here, doing a late night sales is king because we've got to get material out there. We've got to crush, right? And by the way, before I get into this, have you invested in yourself yet in 2019? It's already April 15th. What have you purchased for yourself to make yourself better? What course, what books, what videos, what conferences have you been to? Listen, bros and sisters, um, if you haven't done this, you have to do it now. We can't start letting the game come to us. We have to keep driving the car, steering the ship. We have to stay in control. If you're behind your numbers right now, pick up your checkbook, your credit card, and invest in something wise that's going to help your game. Reach out to me. Let's talk. We can talk about some of the issues and challenges. 
and any help you might need. Okay, let's look at some of the numbers. Salespeople who need to be liked are 148% less effective overall. They are 147% less likely to reach the decision maker, and their probability of closing is 151% smaller. Elite salespeople are 329% more effective at creating urgency than weak salespeople. I'm going to read that one again. Elite salespeople, and we're all striving to be elite, are 329% more effective at creating urgency than weak salespeople. And this is huge, guys, right? Because this is the biggest issue I see out in the marketplace, right? How do we get the buyer to think about our product or solution as a must-have versus a nice-to-have? And how do we get them to see that they need to buy it now? The biggest challenges that salespeople face today are those two. Um, if you can't create urgency, uh, then you are just playing the game and not winning. Um, so urgency causes action, while a lack of urgency results in opportunities that get stuck in the pipeline. So true, right? Do you have deals that are just dragging along and you're chasing people and every deal? You've got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, how do I create more urgency? And according to Curlin and the folks at Objective Management Group, it comes back to this whole need to be liked. If you're so worried about being liked, maybe you're not going to create the urgency. Maybe you're going to take a step back and let the, let the buyer dictate everything. And I, I want to be liked, you know. But would you rather be liked or would you rather close the business and get the commission check? Right? Think about it. These, these salespeople that need to be liked are also uncomfortable talking about money, which we've heard, of course, and read is the, one of the most important factors, right? Because when you get down to money, there's got to be confidence. When you're talking about your price, there's got to be bedrock confidence. It's not this wishy-washy thing and you're worried how they're, if they're going to object and blah, blah. Come on. Um, so these salespeople who are uncomfortable about talking about money, the ones that need to be liked, are 168% less effective. They're 129% less likely to reach the decision maker. And their probability of closing is 150% less. Okay? So if you're uncomfortable talking about money and you need to be liked, if you have both of those traits, Curlin says pack up your golf clubs and take up another sport, right? Selling is not for you. Pretty, pretty brutal stuff here from the objective management group. But the data does not lie. Numbers do not lie. Let's look at some of the other uh, numbers here. So ask yourself, you know, Am I worried about being liked when I get on these calls? I just did a new Chirp. If you guys haven't checked it out, Chirp on um, uh, iOS on your iPhone is um, an interesting, it's a kind of a mini podcast format. And uh, there's some good folks on there. And um, if you're, if you're a, a salesperson trying to uh, create more content, you should go on to Chirp. But I put a new Chirp out tonight. And it's all about reducing the stress and tension 
uh, before a call. And one of the things that I suggest is, you know, think about each call and each meeting as an opportunity to help somebody, right? You're not going in and worried about being liked, but you are going in to see if you can help that individual. And, you know, the people in business today that help the most people make the most money and they have the biggest network and the most engaged network because they care about helping people. So, you know, think about this. Think about if you're more concerned about being liked or you're concerned with helping people, solving problems, and helping people make money. Because if you help people make money, you're going to make money for yourself. Um, I'm just going through. Um, so Curlin says that 58% of salespeople have this problem of needing to be liked, uh, which is interesting. So just about half of us. Um, have this need to be liked. Um, so some more stats to, to, to just chew on a little bit, right? So salespeople who don't need to be liked are 51% more likely to close opportunities in their pipeline and score higher as a consultative seller, right? And consultative selling is what we're all about these days. Um, very interesting. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So also, um, in the hunting category, if you're a hunter, right? Um, the salespeople who don't need to be liked score 24% better in the hunting category because they also score 25% better in being rejection proof, right? So think about rejection proof, you know? We hear that a lot in sales. You know, we get kicked around. We get doors closed in our face. We get phones hung up in our ear. We get people storming out of rooms and obnoxious, rude people, right? But we're supposed to get back up and keep forging ahead. That's what the elite sellers do. And those that are rejection-proof um, do the best. But if you need to be liked, you're not going to be rejection-proof because you're worried about picking up the phone again. You're going to be more affected by someone that slams the door in your face because you feel like they don't like you. So good stuff here. Let me just see if there's anything more. Um, yeah, you know, so as we said, uh, the need to be liked affects your ability to get to the decision maker. Um, which is key, right? Um, here's some other stats um, of the elite sellers, right? Um, they don't need approval. They're not looking for anybody's approval, right? So uh, that that's kind of um, goes hand in hand with what we're talking about, right? If you need to be liked, you're looking for approval. I want the buyer's approval. Love me, you know, buy my stuff. But the elite sellers, the ones that don't need to be liked, uh, are the ones that want to be respected, are the ones that come in and get the job done and differentiate um, and get to business and start talking about money with confidence and, you know, create a sense of urgency, right? Think about your next call and analyze it afterward. Um, and then beforehand, think about how will I create urgency? That doesn't mean arm twisting, but that means exposing the current state, right? We've talked about this so much, right? Showing the buyer that there is risk 
in standing still, right? Maybe the risk of um, cost or maybe the risk of, you know, um, falling behind the competition. But you've got to show pain. You've got to uncover pain uh, before you get to the gain. So these elite sellers, 80%, uh, they score in controlling emotions, right? We talked about that. They're not nervous beforehand. They have confidence. They, they know that they're going to get the job done. They know they're not going to win every deal, but they know they're going to win uh, the lion's share of the deals. They know at the end of the year they're going to come out uh, on top because they've been doing it for years. Um, they're comfortable discussing money. We talked about that. And they can handle rejection, right? Um, we got to be able to handle rejection because it's like, hey, you can't take it personally. They're not rejecting you. They're not saying, hey, Dan, I hate your guts. They're, they're basically saying, you know, you haven't convinced me yet that I need to buy this, you know? So if you're in sales, you can't worry about rejection because it's part of the game. But, you know, you also need how to handle objections. And one of the things we heard on one of the earlier episodes is, you know, handle the objections early, not late. Handle them early. You know, and, and actually bring them out, you know, some of the common ones that you hear and deflect them right away. Take the gun out of their hands, you know, disarm them. Uh, the elite sellers do that. So they don't need approval. Um, let me just look through this article and see if there's anything else. Um, yeah, these are the keys. Uh, the bottom 25% of all salespeople become emotional when the need to be liked is triggered, right? So when something happens and they're potentially rejected or things get tense, they become emotional. And that's like the kiss of death in sales, right? You have to be cool as a cuke. Uh, you have to understand that there's going to be some pushback. This is not for the squeamish guys. You guys know, right? You're out there. I'm out there. You're working on multiple deals. You get thrown into the lion's den, you know, it's, it's, uh, but we love it, right? And it's our job to navigate all this shit. That's why they pay us. That's why we can make a lot of money, right? So, you know, think about these things. Think about these things. It's very important. So I think I've got through most of this. Uh, I'm just looking through, again, I want to encourage you to take a look at the Dave Curlin blog. Um, and, and let's, so let's, that's, that's pretty much the article. So let's wrap up today. Um, the need to be liked is killing you. Okay. It's as simple as that. It's, it's the number one killer, uh, in terms of sales performance, according to the objective management group. Okay. So really sit back and think about this. Do I, is my overriding approach to sales about getting somebody to like me? And, and do I think that that's going to help me win deals? If that's the case, it's time to make a major shift. Go for respect, not being liked. Um, deliver uh, subject matter expertise, right? Come in prepared and confident. And try and help somebody. Try and solve problems. And expand your network by... Solving issues by being good at asking questions, by being a subject matter expert, by thinking on your feet, by having ideas, by, you know, 
um, delivering some ideas and thoughts and solutions for your prospect, about connecting with them emotionally, about understanding the reasons, the motivations behind what they're trying to achieve. You know, we talked earlier this year about getting deeper. You know, that's one of my goals this year, and I still think I can do even a better job. How do I get deeper? You know, we talked about little kids. They just keep asking why. You know, you give them an answer and they say why, and they just keep digging and digging. And, you know, in some cases, we need to learn a little bit more. We need to connect deeper. That's going to differentiate us. Okay, guys, so happy to be back with you. Hope things are going well and want to wish you continued success. So think about um, on your next call, stop caring if people like you. Peace.